Welcome to Prison Radio mini-episodes. Prison Radio is an independent multimedia production studio producing content for radio, television, films, and now podcasts. For 30 years, we've aimed to include the voices of incarcerated people in the public debate. This mini-episode features commentaries by long-term correspondent Mumia Abu-Jamal. Mumia is an internationally celebrated writer, journalist, and author. He spent the last 30 years in prison, almost all of it in solitary confinement. Senate trial. Question. When is a trial not a trial? Answer. When it's a Senate trial. After days of opening remarks and statements from the so-called trial of the President of the United States, the question of witnesses remains undecided. The institution's majority leader, Kentucky Senator Mitch McConnell, has his lead foot on the gas, pedaling his way to a predetermined destination, acquittal town. And guess what? The car is still speeding down the road. Will anything change the route? I don't think so. For politicians, don't really care about principles. They care about power. And Trump, his finger just inches away from his sin button, holds his party like a wolf holds chickens. They don't dare cross him. Will they stand against him? Again, I don't think so. A few months ago, I warned of a triumphant Trump. I still think that is the case, but we shall see. From Imprisoned Nation, this is Mumia Abu-Jamal. Australia, the fire this time. Tongues of fire lick the trees of New South Wales, a state in Southeast Australia, like a beggar at a feast. Red flowers of flame jump across the nation, eating all in its path, a living expression of what Aussies call fire season. Honestly, fire season. This, the time of Australian summer, is the hottest summer since records were kept, and fire season gives a whole new meaning to the passive term global warming. How about global burning? In this fire season alone, over a billion animals, that's billion with a B, again, a billion animals have lost their lives. This alone seems almost incomprehensible a billion life forms gone in a temporal blink of time. Is this not a sign, a symbol of things to come? Fire season, the season of fire. Why not call it what it really is? Death season, the season of death. When so-called civilized society causes an animal holocaust, against life itself, Australia is burning. 
from Imprisoned Nation. This is Mumia Abu Jamal. Trump in triumph. New Rome's rise. I've written for several weeks of the Senate's so-called trial of President Trump. I've predicted the downside of an impeachment proceeding that doesn't end in removal. For such a proceeding only serves to strengthen him, not to weaken him. We're just hours away from just such a moment. It looms before us. As a student of history, I recall the acts of the Roman Senate as they lauded one of their honorable generals and honored him with the title Imperator, which means emperor. The Senate, in a moment of passion and weakness, had created the very office before which they were to soon be forced to bow. Rome, by this excess, caused and created the end of a republic, which instead became an empire. It lasted for centuries until it fell like a dead tree in a dry forest. Soon, in just a few hours, the American Senate, drunk with fear, will award Trump an acquittal and more imperial power will fall into his hands. They will bow and Trump will rise. From imprisoned nation, this is Mumia Abu Jamal. Chuck Africa goes home. For over 40 years, Chucky Africa of the famed Move 9, veteran of the Move confrontation of August 8th, 1978 has been imprisoned in state joints across Pennsylvania, serving what is arguably an illegal sentence of 30 to 100 years for a third-degree murder conviction. Several days ago, he walked out of prison and went home. Chuck, the youngest of the Move 9, was one of the feistiest members. During the 80s, he was on the boxing team and went around the state trying guys' chins. He was a devastating puncher, in and out the ring. When he was at Dallas State Penitentiary, a white-shirted officer disrespected him, and Chuck knocked him out cold. Over the years, he spent time studying history, black history, and world history. He taught what he learned to other prisoners. Finally, Chucky Africa goes home, the last of the Move Nine. From Imprisoned Nation, this is Mumia Abu Jamal. Several years ago, I read a masterful and remarkable book titled Hammer and Ho by the acclaimed historian Robin Kelly. It's a fascinating history of black workers in the 1930s, working in Alabama, who tried to organize unions and get a few pennies more for their labor, often agricultural work.
the landowners angry that their labor wanted more pay unleashed really terrorizing repression state violence against these people often accomplished with the open aid of groups like the Ku Klux Klan. I thought of that dismal history when I heard just recently of cops beating, clubbing, and breaking bones of UCAL graduate students who are only striking to get the ability to pay their rent. This is especially problematic due to increasing high rents in California. Obviously, one can't equate the grotesque racist violence visited upon black workers during the 30s. Yet what unites these two periods is the presence of state violence against people truly trying to live better lives. In their case, trying to pay rent. A movement is growing in Cali. A movement that may grow to touch all of us. From Imprisoned Nation, this is Mumia Abu Jamal. Delbert Walks. For Delbert Africa, a member of the MOVE organization, his imprisonment for his membership in MOVE has led to what the late Nelson Mandela called a long walk to freedom. On August 8, 1978, Delbert was beaten brutally, senseless. His jawbone was broken. To make matters worse and to add insult to injury, when several cops were prosecuted for this vicious, brutal beating of Delbert, a Philadelphia judge would willy-nilly dismiss everything, all of the charges, and he dismissed the jury, which was imported from a Pennsylvania county, one of the whitest rural counties in the state an issue an acquittal despite videotape evidence. The judge, incredibly, writes an opinion that justifies Delbert's beating by citing to his muscularity, I kid you not. For Delbert was apparently well-built and the poor cops were frightened that he had so much musculature. Shortly after this beating occurred and was denied by police at a press conference later that day in City Hall, it was broadcast all across the city of Philadelphia. At a public meeting in Center City a few days later, a popular black politician, the late city councilman Lucian Blackwell, told a crowd of blacks that, this is a direct quote, Delbert Africa is one of the 
greatest black men who have ever lived. I'm told that Delbert's beating can be seen today on YouTube, so check it out. Today, Delbert Africa is free after 42 years in the joint. He is free to tell his own story now. From Imprisoned Nation, this is Momia Abu Jamal. Big trouble in Big China. The novel coronavirus has brought the world's second biggest economy to a virtual standstill. That's because China is the workhouse of the West, where cars, computers, iPhones, clothes, and a wealth of other items gets constructed. China's labor force is the key to capitalist production of almost everything. And when it stops, as it has during the emergence of the coronavirus, almost everything stops as it ripples through economies worldwide. The U.S. economy lost trillions in one week on the stock markets. After NAFTA in the 90s, U.S. corporations fled abroad in search of ever cheaper labor. Mexico, Vietnam, China. China has a vast labor force and did a slew of deals that resulted in factories sprouting like mushrooms in the dark. The emergence of the novel coronavirus shows how closely we all work together in this new neoliberal world. And guess what? It ain't over. From Imprisoned Nation, this is Mumia Abu-Jamal. These commentaries are recorded by Noel Hanrahan of Prison Radio.